The following podcast contains swearing, spoilers, and it is all our own opinion. And this is a special hungover edition of Pilot Era, the show you're only listening to because you can't be drinking VB right now. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know what that intro was going to be. Josh like, I've got a super surprise intro for a podcast today. Yep. Feeling two avocado seeds recording a podcast today. <laughs> well, it is, what do you call today? Cup day. Where horses are tortured to, to an inch of their life for the entertainment of people. But we get a day off. We get a day off, but it still doesn't really make up for the fact that the poor horses are out there killing themselves. No, it's fine. I actually had a conversation at work about this, where what they should do is for show jumping, they should have a pole that the horse has to jump over and a pole that the jockey has to duck under. Oh, yeah. And if the jockey gets knocked off and breaks a limb, then the horse gets to shoot him. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it was a dark discussion. God, it is dark. Getting into real issues. <laughs> yeah, so we've had a long weekend. Four, well, I've had four days off in a row, and you've yep. had, you had today off, but you had to go to work yesterday, which I did. is a bit crap. Yep. Yeah. But we went to a party last night. We did. Which was pretty fun, actually. It was pretty fun. After the smoke inhalation had passed, it was quite fun. Oh, man. Yeah, I'm dying today from inhaling all that smoke. Yep. Because they were burning cardboard that had tape on it. Yep, didn't take the tape off. <laughs> just random branches and, yeah, it was super smoky. And people were smoking cigarettes as well, so it was like cigarette smoke coupled with toxic fumes. Burning, yeah. It was... Uh, <laughs> I've just been coughing all day. It's horrible. Yeah, it was pretty bad. And then we tried to use our grill a little bit earlier and we haven't cleaned it in quite a while and the same thing happened again. Oh, yeah. Well, it smoked out again today. Good times. I'm off to... Bendigo tomorrow for work. Yeah, it sucks. Well, it'll be okay. I haven't packed my bag yet, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm going to have, like, three... Well, I've got three beers lined up here, and then I'm <laughs> going to go pack my bag <laughs> for tomorrow. That's fine. We'll watch TV while you pack your bag. It'll be great. True that. Our new theme song. I wonder if everyone likes it. Probably hate it. So we just finished it before we started this recording. Mm. And we thought it came out pretty well. We just can't really put that much slap bass on it. doesn't sound quite right. We don't have the right equipment to record that. We might add it in later. We might be able to save up. What was the thing you have to get? Uh, I've got to get a mixer. Mixer. Yeah. I actually thought of it at the same time as you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When we tried to record it, we tried recording it into the straight into the laptop mm. through an amp and yep. it just came out super distorted. Yeah. It's bad. Didn't work. Mm. So Josh made the beat for the song yep. on a little drum pad thing yep and then i did the keyboard bit and then what else is there in it that's it there's the two layers of the keyboard and yep the trap beat the trap beat yeah i thought it came out okay it took a long time for me to get the keyboard right that's okay right (laughs) that doesn't matter i couldn't get the timing right it was a bit difficult it was good fun we had a good time now we've got a new theme all original yeah exactly we can't get in trouble that's right and if you hate it please let us know so we can change it Right now. We'll probably change it back to the other one. (laughs) Or try and write something else, but yeah, it took a long time to just do that, even though it's the simplest thing I've ever heard. (laughs) Speaking of music, 
go into a bit of music news. Why not? I discovered this new band on Spotify the other day. Well, they're not a new band, but... No, they've been around for a while, but I've never heard them. You said you might have heard them before. I've heard them, yeah. Well, on Spotify, they've got those playlists where it's like Discovery Radar or something. I don't exactly know what they're called, but it basically just puts a whole bunch of stuff on a playlist that they think you might like based on oh, what you, you listen, listen to. to. Yeah. And so this band came up, they're called We Butter the Bread with Butter. That's it. <laughs> I was like, that's a pretty cool name. <laughs> and I heard one one of their songs, which is their single from this year. I can't even remember what it's called now. Kicks, Likes, Gain or something? No, uh, yeah, Kicks, <laughs> Likes, <laughs> Fame, <laughs> Guile. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So they're a German band, like a German metalcore band. Yeah. So cool. It's a bit genre mashing. Like, yeah, it is mostly hardcore, but they've got a lot of electronic elements in there. Yeah. And they just kind of take the piss out of hardcore. Yeah, but in a great way. Yeah. Also rap as well, because they kind of do that. Yeah. <laughs> make fun of that. But they do all those things, make fun of them, but they do them all really fantastically. Yeah, exactly. And they mesh really well, so it makes just an amazing song. I love it. I've listened to it about, I don't know, 30 times or 40 times in the last few days. Yeah. I love it. I can't stop listening to it. I'm, like, addicted to it. And then, yesterday, we found out I had a video clip. Oh, my God. So funny. <laughs> what even happened in that video? That's it just... was all about social media and That's getting what the song, likes the social about. media. Yeah. Most of it was just them dressing up in those meme dinosaur costumes and, like... Making videos to put online to get likes. Yeah. Yeah, just being crazy. They seem like really cool guys, so hopefully... Well, I read on the internet that they're bringing out an album this year, so they don't have a lot of time. Yeah. But, I don't know, maybe they'll end up bringing it out next year. And maybe they might tour. That'd be good. They seem to be doing pretty well. Like, on Spotify, they've got, you know, one million views Mm. on their songs. So, yeah, I never heard them before, but it's kind of difficult sometimes to find those European hardcore bands. Yeah, because they're sort of bottlenecked into really specific... Yeah, it's very niche. Yeah. But when you find a good one, it's, yeah, it's so good. But we've seen the same thing done badly a thousand times yeah, exactly. as well. So... They remind me a little bit of, like, Crossfaith. Yeah. Like those Japanese hardcore bands. Like yeah. Crossfaith and Maximum the Hormone. Kind of like that. Yeah, good, good bands. Yeah. Just electronic <laughs> with hardcore. Like, we're all about genre mashing when we love that, so... Yeah. You should have a listen to them if you're, if you're into some weird shit. <laughs> it's great, though. We're addicted to the song. I'm probably going to be thinking about listening to it for the rest of the podcast now. Yeah, I know. Now we're going to listen to it. We should put in a little clip, even of just, you know, the... Because <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> there's this sound in hardcore music, which is basically just like a blah yeah. sound. <laughs> said, you know, with a bit of gusto. Yeah. And they just kind of make fun of it by taking this huge breath and then there's a pause and it's like... <gasps> <laughs> but the best part is that they do it perfectly yeah. as well. That's the thing about this song is that they're making fun of all this stuff, but they know how to do all these things. Like yeah. 100% perfect. <laughs> it's I so like funny. It. I like it when musicians don't take themselves too seriously. You like, can't. Like Ronnie Radke, you know? He makes the stupidest music, but he doesn't care, and he just doesn't take himself seriously, and it's just a bit of fun, and everyone makes fun of him for being who he is, but he's just like, whatever. He's just a loser. I love I think that's the second well, week in a row we've spoken about Ronnie. He's killing it, mate. Killing it on this podcast. <laughs> I also loved, in the video clip, looking at them, because they're all, like, different genres of 
hardcore music. Yeah. So like, <laughs> so like the main guy is just this like super thin like post hardcore looking dude, and then the bass player's got like death metal like paint on his face. Yeah. And he's got like white contacts in, and like the drummer's really like hair metal. Yeah. And <laughs> I think they must have yeah stylized themselves on purpose to kind of go with the song. Yeah, but it's funny. Yeah, I love it. That's probably enough about that. that. We spoke about that song for a while. Listen to the song. <laughs> so good. Another big piece of news in the music world. Yeah, it's going to be so good. Similar kind of genre, I guess. Uh, download Festival. It's coming. It's coming to Australia. It's an American festival, right? Yeah. So it's mostly like heavier music. Yeah, yeah, download. Heavier we, music and punk. Yeah. We recently lost Soundwave in Australia. We did. Because of, what's his name, AJ Madden or something? Yeah, the fuck up. <sighs> yeah, he, it's a long story, but he basically fucked up Soundwave by not paying artists. Yep. Not organising things properly and just basically sunk it into the ground, like lost millions of dollars and couldn't pay anyone. And Yep. So that got cancelled a couple of years ago. And took us ages to get our money back for the tickets. Like yeah. ages, like eight months. <laughs> yeah, they said that they were going to bring it back and mm. do this sound wave that was later on in the year, in, like, September or something. Yeah. And then it just didn't get organised and everyone had to get their tickets reimbursed. It was a bit of a clusterfuck. It was bad. But I've heard that he's involved in this as well. Of course he is. I reckon they probably just said, oh, you know all these artists. Can you do it? But and no they one just likes him, though. Looked. Yeah, but they it, Download's not going to be run by companies in Australia. They'll just be like, who's got the most connections in Australia to these sorts of bands? This guy. And then just, they just would have even looked. Yeah. So hopefully they'll realise soon and then give him the flick and get anybody. Call me. I'll, I'll call them. <laughs> I'm a nice dude. The lineup hasn't come out yet, but there's some pretty good rumours about who's going to be on it. Well, we've got four confirmed that are making it worth going. Yeah. So, well, two are worth making it worth going. <laughs> so who have we got confirmed so far? So it is uh, Limp Biscuit. Why? Uh, it'll be fun, though. It'll, yeah, it'll be fun. A terrible, terrible band with a fantastic guitarist. <laughs> Prophets of Rage. That'd That'll be, be cool. fantastic to see. If you haven't seen Prophets of Rage yet and you're a big Rage Against the Machine fan, you probably don't exist. But <laughs> well, we Prophets haven't seen Rage them is, before. No, but we know them. Yeah, they're relatively new. They only bought their first album out this year. Yeah, so it's... For those who don't know, it's Prophets of Rage is sort of... It's Rage Against the Machine, Cypress Hill, and... And Public Enemy. The other band that I'm super excited about is Korn. Yeah, Korn. I love Korn, and they brought out a really good album this year, so I'm pretty pumped to see them play that. What was the fourth confirmed one? So, No Effects is also confirmed. Oh, okay. That's going to be super good. That'll be interesting. I've seen them before. They're weird, and if you don't know their songs, like they're really hard to follow. <laughs> Some of their songs are really short, and they're always really loud. Sometimes they don't mesh very well on stage because they drink a lot and do a lot of drugs. <laughs> oh, okay. So, yeah, it could be good. could be bad. We'll see how they go. We'll see how Fat Mike's doing these days. He <laughs> might be losing it. Are you going to keep growing your beard until download? Why not? I'm just looking at you and I can't stop looking at your beard. Why? It's getting real bushy. Well, such is life. And everyone comments on it whenever <laughs> they see it. They're like, holy shit. Well, you kind of got these two bits coming out now. Yeah, because I haven't brushed it. <laughs> <laughs> you started combing your beard every day and there's just beard hair everywhere. It's not everywhere. <laughs> Come on. Well, I guess it's mixed with cat hair and my hair. Yeah. 
my purple locks. That's right. My hair finally ends up somewhere, and you see it, and then you crack at it. <laughs> Even though. What I've been doing with your hair and the cat's hair for like four years. And crumbs in the bed from when I eat schnitzel wraps. That's right. That was good times. <laughs> Reminiscing about eating schnitzels. It's good. I got to eat a snack pack last night. <laughs> now back to the food podcast. <laughs> The junk food that we eat when we're hungover and drunk. Dying, yeah. We're going to buy tickets to download and it's going to be sweet. Yeah. I think it's going to sell out pretty fast. So we have to buy them as soon as they come out. We'll get them. Don't you worry. I've got a feeling the full lineup maybe comes out on Thursday this week. Before the tickets? Yeah. Oh, that's dangerous. Something like download. Everyone who's into that music is going to go because we've had, we haven't had Soundwave now for about two years or something, two or three years. And there just hasn't been a festival for, well, Unify, I guess, but like a, a international festival. artist, big heavy metal festival. So it's going to be good. Yeah, it's going to be sweet. And we just get back from Japan like that week. It's going to be rough. So I think we get back on Monday and then we have to go back to work on Tuesday. Yeah. And then download is on Saturday. Mm. So we're going to be tired. That's all right. We'll yeah. work it out. We'll push through it. Vodka Rebels. <laughs> oh, do you remember that time? And I went to stereo. I do. Myself. I already know where this is going. Yeah. So I drank, I think it was Seven? four. No, 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 no. I drank more drinks than four, but I had four vodka V's. I think it was V. So it was like whole cans. So I drank four whole little cans of V yep. in one day. And then when I got home, I was full, like hallucinating. I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't sleep and I was seeing things. It yep. was crazy. I couldn't sleep the entire night. It was pretty interesting. It was bad. Yeah. I'm never doing something like that again. It was just insane. So now I'm like two energy drinks a day maximum, <laughs> which is what they recommend on the can. Yeah. Some people die from drinking energy drinks. Yeah. I can see how, because I had four and I was like, fuck, I'm going to die. Yeah. Well, caffeine is technically poison. Yeah. If we're being real. I mean, everything is poison depending on the yeah. concentration and all that sort of shit, but caffeine is regarded as poison. <laughs> I think someone died from drinking, like, eight energy drinks or something. Yeah, that sounds right. I think back in the day it was a lot worse when you used to buy pulses, those alcoholic oh, energy drinks. Oh, yeah, they got banned. Yeah, and you get, like, a 12-pack of those or whatever, and they cost nothing. And you have kids, like, 17-year-old kids just smash 12 of these things mm. and then just have to go to the hospital. Yeah, so bad. I'm glad they got banned. Yes. But I used good. to really like those little shot things that you got. Oh, God. That it was, like, a whole can of V in a tiny little shot. Why would you? I I just like them because (laughs) if you didn't feel like all the fizzy stuff, but you wanted, you know, a hit, you'd just be like, look. You know there's there's no dose. You can just take no dose. I know, but it just feels less intense than taking no dose for some reason, even though it's probably not. What's next on that agenda? Well, we skipped out on games news last week because we took, like, an hour to get through all the other stuff. So we skipped games. You got a new game recently. I did get a new game. The only game that I've been getting into other than Binding of Isaac. I've been addicted to the Binding of Isaac since I got it. And I haven't really played any other games. (laughs) And I haven't really played much of any other games recently because there are a lot of investment now. Like playing a game, so you've got to be invested in the story, you've got to put time in. Doing anything that's even worth playing takes minimum of an hour now. Mm. So I haven't really been getting into many games. There's too much TV to watch. There's a lot of TV. I do love TV. And TV is a thing I can do with you. But I am also an avid fan of South Park. (laughs) And they just released their second new-gen video game. 
and it's called The Fractured Butthole. Of course, <laughs> it was originally supposed to be called The Butthole of Time, and then they told Trey Parker, you can't put the word butthole on a video game title. So we spent two days trying to work out how to put the butthole in the video game title. <laughs> so now it's called The Fractured Butthole. It's brilliant. It's a really weird turn-based RPG, but it's done perfectly. It's just as funny as the TV show. It's just like playing the TV show. They haven't tried to 3D model it like they've done in some of their past games. It's just like Stick of Truth. It's great. It's uh, This time it's about superheroes instead of a Lord of the Ringsy based one. It's pretty good. So far, I've really enjoyed it. I've watched you play a bit of it, and it does seem pretty interesting. Yeah. I like how you have to take a shit in, <laughs> in every bathroom every in, in toilet, South Park. Every toilet you have to have a poo, yep. And, and it's, it's so complicated. <laughs> <laughs> you have to do all these, like, button mashing things to, yeah. like, get the poo right yeah. so that you get points or whatever. <laughs> yeah, it's be like, put the le- make the left joystick do, like, turn it clockwise really fast while mashing, like... You're an Xbox player, apparently. Xbox. <laughs> but, um, yeah, mashing triangle and R2, and you're just like, oh, 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 and you're basically just trying to have a shit. Yeah. Like, it looks so hard. <laughs> it's probably the hardest part of the game, is taking a dump. What an interesting title. But it's I also a brilliant think some game. of it's pretty gross, but oh, it's immensely some of gross. It's pretty funny. You can fart so strongly that you can freeze time or, re- <laughs> or reverse time. <laughs> So funny. And there's one, uh, Kyle plays a superhero called the Human Kite, and you can do Kite Core, which is where Kyle gets on your back, and he's got a kite on his back, and you just fart, like, from building top to building top oh, by doing QTEs. Like, it's it's a fantastic game. It's very, very South Park. Oh, <laughs> I yeah. really like it. So did Trey Parker, like, actually help make it? Yeah, they made it. They They would have written the entire thing. From start to finish. Do like, they have to have a programmer do it, though? Or can they do that stuff? Well, what they do now is they... So they pump out every episode in six days mm. because they try to make it, like, on point relevant. Yeah, yeah. So basically they sit there and they write it and then they have, like, you know, a hundred and something Animators. people animate it. And then they sort of watch it through and say, oh, no, change that. Oh, no, this will be funnier. And then they just pump it out in six days. So it's just all writer room stuff. And it's just Trey and Matt talking to, like, some other comedy writers, and they just panned out this fantastic show. And this one is just, like, you can have as much time as you want. Yeah. To make fun of the current, like, Marvel DC movie system that we've got going on and Netflix. Makes a lot of sense to to have that as your topic. Yeah, they're cashing on a lot of things. Yeah. There's a few things that they've had so far that have been a bit controversial about it already. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. So the difficulty is based on your skin colour. Oh, God. So the darker your skin colour is, the more difficult the game is to play. Jeez. <laughs> yep. Bit of a social commentary. They're like, the um, the combat and everything is not harder. It's just like you get given less stuff and right. you get less rewards and things. And right. they're just like, it's like an allegory for real life. Yeah, so why is that controversial? Because that's, like, true. Yeah, exactly. But people only got to the screen where you pick your skin tone, and then they were just like, yeah, this is racist, straight away. It's like that. I saw this video on the internet, you know, one of those open-your-eye videos, and it's, like, all these people standing in a line, and they're going to do a race. Yeah. Then the dude goes, like, take two steps forward if this, take two steps forward if this, and it's all, like, to show privilege. Right. And at the end, you find that, like, most of the people who are back are, like, African-American or mm. Latino or whatever. 
And yeah, so it reminds me of that because it's like true, you know? Yeah. Shit happens. Wake up, sheeple. Yeah. <laughs> God, we shouldn't say that. <laughs> no, keep it in. Well, yeah, you. I think you're allowed to say wake up, sheeple, if you beat it in a funny way. Yeah. I think that's fine. No one's going to think that I'm a conspiracy theorist. No. Although I am part of Heaven's Gate, as I've said in the past. Like 20 times. It's, it's, you know what people who are part of Heaven's Gate wouldn't say? <laughs> yeah, I suppose. <laughs> or I'd be trying to get people to join it. That's right. Don't join Heaven's Gate. No. Please. So would you give that game a 10 out of 10 then? Uh, I'm not even halfway through. Okay. But yes. Sweet. All right, I give it a 10 out of 10. They haven't tried to mess with anything. Everything is still... It's on point and funny. And they've made it so that every person that you see in the game says something hilarious. Like, <laughs> something just off the cuff, stupidly funny, for no reason. Yeah. And, like, things you won't even do. People you might not even talk to. Re- like, repeat stuff. You do certain things too many times. Like, it just... It'll change it all up. Like, they've really put a lot of effort in, like they always do. And all the characters are perfect. Cool. So, fantastic game. If you like this the show, if you like Stick of Truth... It's a winner. Sounds good. On the other end of the yeah, what's stick. your what's your gaming gaming news for the week? Well, yesterday, as I said, I had the day off and I wanted to play a bit of Nintendo Switch. Yep. It took me about ten minutes to work out how to get it all plugged in and everything. It was already plugged. <laughs> no, no, because it wasn't plugged into HDMI or something, and I don't know, it wasn't oh, okay. working. I've got to work in there. I thought you just couldn't work out where the <laughs> on button was. You called me at work to ask how to use the Switch. Well, I don't think I've ever actually turned it on by myself. <laughs> it's kind of complicated. Anyway, we got this free demo for the new Just Dance game on Switch. And I was like, I wanted to play Splatoon, actually, but it had to do an update. So I was mm. like, I'll play some Just Dance while it's updating, which I then realised if I do that, it pauses the update anyway. <laughs> so it wasn't oh, updating. no. It wasn't even updating when I was playing this demo. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> so I opened up the demo and I was excited. I was like, yeah, maybe I'll get to play a few songs. I got on there. You can only play one song, and it's that fucking um, watch me whip. Watch me whip. No, watch me nay nay. Yeah. And the moves are really dumb as well. It's just like put your arm out. Yeah. For watch me whip, and then put your hand up and wave it for nay nay. Yeah. And that was basically the whole song. And then it gets to the end, and I was like, okay, what's next? It was just an ad for the game, <laughs> and then it went back to the menu to play whip nay nay again. <laughs> I was like, what a shit demo. How? Because I've played the game before, and I know that I like Just Dance because I've played, like, three other versions of it yeah. on the Wii U. But if you'd never played it before and you got that demo, you'd just be like, this is the worst. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe, kid, like, little kids would enjoy it because mm-hmm. don't children love that song? I don't know. I I think we talked about it before, but I think that what they've done is they've taken the easiest song mm. to do and then the most – well, the most popular slash easiest, and they've just sort of – done that maths yeah. and then put that one in the demo because you have to think that you're going to be amazing at the game. Exactly. Because if it's too hard, people aren't going to buy it, especially kids, kids aren't going to buy it. And then it also has to be like a song that everybody would know, which is a bit of trash apparently. With Nay Nay. Yeah. Whatever it's called. I don't know what it's called. <laughs> Who knows? So I, I probably will end up buying the game. <laughs> but, <laughs> but it's like 80 bucks or something. Yeah, all the Switch games are too much money. You want yeah, Bomberman as well and we can't. No, really I don't think we're that. Gonna, yeah, because that's like ninety dollars. Yeah, it's a lot for Bomberman. It's really expensive for like here's a square. <laughs> that new um, Mario Odyssey game has yeah. gotten good reviews. Oh, I bet it. I bet it has. Yeah, so I wouldn't mind getting that as well. I think we should get it. And have a look at it. Yeah. 
I really thought it was going to be like a proper Mario open world game. Mm. And it kind of it is. It sort of is, but it's more like if you throw your hat, the hat's alive, and you like throw it on stuff, and then you become that thing. Yeah, so you can become like the bullet bills or whatever. Yeah. And you can be- become everything. Yeah, but just to like do the puzzles. Yeah. So like it could be really fun, or it could be a disaster. But then they put out that Mario versus the rabbits. <laughs> Sorry, like just that. before as well, like I wouldn't play that. What? Why? People buy it because Mario. Yeah, it's true. Movie news? Well, not news. News. <laughs> we bought some DVDs that we shouldn't have bought because we were trying not to spend money at JB yeah. Hi-Fi. So we went to JB Hi-Fi. <laughs> what was it? Buy two for twenty or something? Yeah, you get two DVDs for twenty dollars. Yeah. Well, we went in to buy a television, and then we didn't because. Fast and the Furious was playing and Kate doesn't like that movie, so we didn't buy the television. And That's then... what you've been telling everyone. <laughs> but the reason is, if we bought it, we would be so poor. We would be so poor, yeah. You wouldn't be drinking that cordial right now and I wouldn't <laughs> be drinking these beers because we wouldn't be able to afford to drink anything but tap water. But we have a massive TV. I know. It was a beautiful TV. <laughs> we will get a new TV eventually. We will. But that's why we were in JB Hi-Fi. I think we should get one when we get our bonuses next year. Like, when we get back from Japan yeah. and we get our bonuses. Because that's what a bonus is for, right? To buy a TV. You're supposed to, stimulate, <laughs> you're supposed to stimulate the Australian economy by going out and buying a TV. I'm pretty sure that's what the, the tax payback was for. but Tax, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Don't get those anymore. Far out. I, yeah. I, I think I... Oh, actually, no, I'm not going to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> so we bought some DVDs from JB Hi-Fi. We did. We bought Why Him. Yep. Because... When I went to go get my Yu-Gi-Oh! cat tattoo, yeah. Ethan, who's the guy who tattooed me, was trying to play that movie while I was getting tattooed the entire time. Yeah. And it was really annoying because he'd do about five minutes of tattooing and then he'd stop, take his gloves off and try and get the movie to work. <sighs> and it would play for about five minutes and then... Because we were streaming it. Yeah. And it was just too slow. The internet was too slow. So it was impossible to watch it. But he just kept trying. I'm like, can you just do my tattoo? Yeah. Like, it was like a, a few hour tattoo that ended up, I ended up being there for about six hours because yeah. he was just fucking around so much. <laughs> so I watched the first 15 of minutes of this movie over about an hour Yeah. in two minute sections. And I thought it looked pretty funny because it's got Brian Cranston and James Franco in it. Yeah. It's a pretty funny movie. It, it was, was pretty good. Yeah. It was actually a lot funnier than I thought it was going to be. It could have been pretty trashy, but. Well, it was trashy. But. It was, but it was it walked the tightrope so well. Yeah. It was still really funny. And they made, like, all the characters really believable except James Franco. He's so good. <laughs> He's so good. What was your favourite part? Of the movie. It's Brian Cranston. Just in general. I liked it when his wife was high. Oh, yeah, that was, was like, brilliant. trying to have sex with him. Yeah. But she was just... Acting really strange, yeah. like kind of cute and like flirtatious, and he's just like, stop it, stop yeah. it. <laughs> Are you wearing one of my shirts? <laughs> I don't really want to do any ironing on this trip. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty fine. What about how he's got a moose preserved in its own urine? Oh god! And I... then he like stands, like he does evasive parkour on top of it, and then it the, the glass breaks. You just know the entire the movie that squashed. something like that is going to happen. And the kid gets squashed by the moose, and its balls get stuck in his face. Like, that's the film. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Didn't... I feel like Seth Rogen wrote it or something, or helped write it. Was that a thing? No, it was um, Jonah Hill. Oh, Jonah Hill, that's right. I always yeah. get those people mixed up. <laughs> that group. <laughs> those, like, Jewish comedians are just all of it. Jesus. 
That's racist. Chill out, mate. And everything else to say about the movie? It was good. Watch it. Yeah, I reckon. The other DVD we bought, which we haven't even watched yet. Yeah. Which you've been wanting to watch for a long time. I d- well, yeah. I wonder why. Yeah. What do you mean you wonder why? Because <laughs> it's got ScarJo in, in a body tight suit. That's not why I want to watch the movie. That's why I want to watch the movie. Exactly. <laughs> Don't project onto me, mate. Yeah. No, of course, you probably worked it out. Uh, we've got Ghost in a Shell. I really want to watch it because I loved... The original movie is amazing. And, like, Standalone Complex, the series is amazing. But I wish it wasn't whitewashed. Mm. <laughs> but it might be all we're going to get. Mm. So I'm going to take it. But I reckon we'll watch it together. And then I'll go and get the original movie. Yeah, and then okay. we'll watch that. So you can see... So you can see what it was supposed to be. Yeah, I'm happy to do that. Because the first movie is amazing. I doubt that it's going to be worse than the um, whitewashed Death Note that's true. Version. That's true. Uh, but nothing has been ever since you watched that. Yeah, that was like think. the worst movie I've ever seen. No, I've been recommended something that's apparently worse, but. We'll oh, yeah, what's that? Uh, Stasis, I believe it that's was. That's right. Yeah. Which uh, I've had it described to me. It's basically a film about people who come back in time and like inhabit the bodies of people who are living, and then they have people who hunt them. But apparently it is the worst movie in the world. <laughs> kind of sounds like Travellers. Yeah, but it's terrible. <laughs> apparently it's just awful, and I really want to watch it. <laughs> yeah, I looked it up on IMDb, and it had like a 3.2 or yeah. something. worse than Vampirous Lesbos. <laughs> oh, man. That's the line for me, I think. Yeah, that was like a, a late night... What is it? Like a it was a 70s, 70s horror flick. Horror, yeah. Horror porno flick. Yeah, it was weird. It was just on Softcore television. Porn. Strange. One of those films that was so 70s that you thought that it was a joke about the 70s. Yeah. But it got, what, a 4.5 on IMDb. And yeah. this got a 3. Mm. So I'm pretty excited to watch it. <laughs> I think it maybe it's not even going to be so bad it's funny. Maybe it's going to surpass so bad it's funny. I'm pretty excited to see. Perhaps. But I feel like it might just be, from the reviews I read, it might just be the acting that's really bad. Apparently some of the ideas in it are really bad. Oh, okay. So I heard that they can't bring anything back with them. Okay. But they have all this tech. So they have to learn how to make the tech out of stuff from, like, the year they go back to. So this woman has to make, like, these glasses that let her, like, find the people who've inhabited bodies. And she makes them out of, like, a pair of Oakleys and, like, a microwave. (laughs) And she has to make it. But they only work when that person's not in the room with you. Only when they're... So there has to be a wall in the way or something like that. This is how I've had it described to me. What the hell? <laughs> yeah, exactly. This is where I really want to watch it because it just sounds so dumb. I think it could be amazing. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right, stopping the podcast now. Let's go. <laughs> All right, let's move on to some TV. Yeah. Uh, I guess I'll do a little bit of a Riverdale update. Why not? Even though I'm not super into it right now. I actually watched it while I was on the treadmill at the gym the other day. And it's kind of boring. I think it's getting into that mid-season boredom okay. that I got in the first season. Does it have a like a lull, a mid-season lull? Where it they sort it of, did in season one. They're sort of deciding what they're going to do, or do you think they know what they're going to do, but they're just trying to stretch it a bit? I feel like I already know... Everything. Yeah, like the killer. There's this Black Hood killer that's going around, right? Racist. Killing people. Well, I don't think so. <laughs> And I'm pretty sure I know who it is already, yep. so I'm going to just put this out here now. It's 
Betty's brother, mm-hmm. like her long lost brother. Because we found out in this episode this week, she gets a letter from the Black Hood killer saying, This is all for you, Betty. Like, apparently, he's on a vigilante mission for her. But I don't really understand how that works because all the people that he's killed aren't even really related to her. So, you but know, we who know is. <laughs> but we know that she's got a brother that she's never met. Yeah. So, obviously, it's him. Right. And now it's only episode four or five or something, and they've got to do another seven episodes. Jesus. I don't really know what's going to happen, and I'm just kind of not very interested. So what would be the best twist then? Let's do that. That'd be fun. Well, because we've already sort of seen... You've seen the Black Hood killer. Like, you haven't seen his face, but you've seen his eyes. Yeah. So you know you've never seen him before. Yeah. So it's not going to be like, oh, it's actually Archie. Ah, okay. Because, yeah. So you know it's so not... I was going to say, what if it's just Archie? Yeah. I, I don't watch the show, but, like, I, the only twist I could think of that would be good is, like, Archie did it. Exactly, but that couldn't happen. So I don't know what they can do to make it really that exciting. Like, even the twists... In season one, weren't like, oh my god. <laughs> um, the only thing, there's a new character that's just come in called Tony, I believe, who's like a bit of a rival for Betty, because Betty's with Jughead. Yeah. And um, she's like this really hot, like, Southside serpent bad girl. I thought, like, they were supposed to go after Archie, isn't that the, the point? Yeah, that sort of happened in season one, but Veronica's with Archie. Okay. They're dating. Right. Yeah. So Betty used to have, like, a huge childhood crush on Archie, mm. but now she's dating Jughead, so... Right. Yeah. So that that's one positive, is the new characters that we're getting, because um, Jughead lives in the South Side now and goes to, like, this South Side school, which is, like, the bad side of town. Right. So that's kind of cool. We've got all those new characters, but... Yeah, I'm still going to watch it. I just find it hard to get excited about it. Oh, well, yeah, it doesn't sound very exciting at all. I also watched Dynasty, of course, but I don't think I'm really going to talk about that anymore on this podcast. Too embarrassing? <laughs> no, no. I just, again, not super into it. Yeah. But I'll still watch it. Of course. That's my little update. Yep. What else have we been watching? We were talking before, and we're like, what have we even been watching this week? We watched a lot of The Good Place again. Yeah. When you get up to date in the good place, if you didn't listen to me last time, <laughs> go and watch it. We finished season one, and it was amazing. I'm I... not even gonna. We said that we have spoilers on the show. I'm not even. We can't. We cannot spoil the good place for anybody. It is so good. I don't even want to do it. It's a fantastic show. If you get to the end of season one and you don't like it, I don't know what's wrong with you. There's a big twist. There's a huge twist. It's amazing. I did not see it coming. It's it's huge. And they don't even build it up like there's going to be a twist or anything. No. It's just like... Just like, boom. There you go. Boom. Last oh, episode. Oh, shit. Yeah, exactly. It's crazy. So... So season two is actually, like, pretty different. Yeah. Because you think... Oh, how far are they going to go with this same plot line? Yeah. Like, oh, great. Like, she's in the... the well, we were, we were worried about it. Yeah. But it's not like that at all. Now it's they've switched it up completely. Brilliant. And season two is really good so far. Yeah. It's coming out episode by episode. We're nearly up to date. Yeah. Let's watch some after this. Definitely go and watch it. So we've got to listen to that song, and then we've got to watch <laughs> The Good Place, and then we can watch a terrible film. It's going to be great. Yeah, there's been some good characters that have come on. So Adam Scott's in it now. Yeah. As the devil. 
Oh, he's, he's just pretty much the devil. Just somebody from the bad place. But he's like the leader of the bad place. It seems that way so far. Yeah. And also, I don't know what the name of the actor is, but she's Alice in Workholics. Yeah, she's fantastic. <laughs> so she, her character is someone who's in the medium place. Yeah. You find out that there's a medium place. Yeah. And she's the only person who's there. The only person. The only one. I love the medium place. The medium place is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Everything's just, just a bit shit. Everything is just a bit shit. Like, just like, I've got all the beer in the world that you could ever drink, but it's always just a little bit too warm. Yeah. And like, you've got, like infinite movies, but they're all bad sequels. Yeah. And like, <laughs> and she's got all these books, like uh, uh, books you like infinite books, but they're all about like carpentry or something that doesn't that she's not into. It's so funny. Yeah, it's great. They've got some really good guest actors in that. Yeah, it's a great, great show. We've also been watching a lot of Dragons Den, actually. We've been watching a on lot Netflix. of Netflix. I'm pretty sure I watched all of it. Yeah. I just get addicted to it. You do get addicted to it because it's just 10 minute chunks of stuff happening. Yeah. Nothing's sucked in for too long and then you're like, oh, I might see something like an invention that's interesting or most of the time it's not. Most of the time it's just like, I like chips. Here are my chips. Aren't they good chips? (laughs) And that's like the whole thing, the whole bitch. Like someone does a dance. It's, and once in a while there's someone who's like, oh, I've got an app, like a new app. And they're like, it's an old app, and you just called it something different. Yeah. And they're like, no, it's a new app, and they're like, get out. But the interactions and things, because it's only 10 minutes, it's so funny. Okay. And I just love just watching people just get shredded. That's my favourite part. Oh, yes. People come in and they don't even know what their business is. Yeah. <laughs> it's hilarious. So funny. But, um, you had a good idea for something that you'd taken Oh, yeah. My, um, my idea for Dragon's Den is a uh, multi-purpose cleaner. We're going to talk about the multi-purpose cleaner, are we? It's, um, <laughs> it's a multi-purpose cleaner. It, um, it's pink. It has uh, sparkles in it that will dissolve on contact. Um, and it's called Yas Clean. I love it. Yas Clean. <laughs> multi-purpose cleaner. And we give like a percentage of the uh, profits to research for things like AIDS and you know things to benefit just the community, really. But Yas Clean could take off. <laughs> Like crazy. I think it Don't could. steal it. I'm <laughs> not actually going to do it. No. But I think that's hilarious. Yeah. And you'd have such a good market for it. Like Huge, massive market. I was saying for the pitch, you'd go in there and be like, so in Australia, you've got this many million people who are gay and this yeah. many million people who are into drag queens and this yeah. many people. And it just ends up being, you know, like 75% of the population would want to use Yas Clean. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's great. Yas Clean? Yas Queen. Yeah, I think it'd be great. How cute is it when we go, Yas Queen, to our cats and then they meow back? It's pretty cute. It's my favourite. So there might be a little video of that soon. On oh, yeah. We do, we do have to do that. <laughs> Going to make some money off that. <laughs> well, you know that... What's that video where they... Oh, no, I've lost it. There's some video where someone sings to their cat and they do the right tone for the song. That's pretty cool. Anyway, it doesn't matter. I... Just got the the yes cat. What's the yes where cat? Where the person talks over her cat. And the cat, she's like, do you just want a treat? And the cat's just like, yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so cute. Speaking of crazy shit. Oh, my God. <laughs> we found a magical show <laughs> the other day. SBS Fireland, I believe. Yeah. yeah. Do you want to 
Do you want to tell the lovely people what the show is? So I'm sure you're all familiar with Martha Stewart, <laughs> the uh, cook who went to jail for what did she do? Ta- tax Money evasion, laundering. I believe. Oh, tax evasion. And also the hip-hop superstar, Snoop Dogg. Yep. Snoop Lion, Snoop Doggy Dog. I think his name's Snoop Dogg again now. Best Snoop Dogg, yeah. yeah. So some crazy person. Some genius. Some crazy genius <laughs> has put these two people together into a show called Martha and Snoop's Potluck Dinner or That's something it. like that. Martha and Snoop's Potluck Dinner. So the first episode we watched, uh, they're basically in a kitchen and there's a studio audience and everything. And they were cooking fried chicken. And so they had a competition going who could cook the best fried chicken. Yep. They got guests on. Yep. The best guests ever. <laughs> so they got Seth Rogen yep. and Wiz Khalifa. They sure did. <laughs> and these two guys just come on. They are stoned as anything. Yeah. <laughs> Seth Rogen looks fucked. Wiz Khalifa walks in with a bag of his branded weed. Yeah. He's got his own weed line or whatever. And then they all just like cook up fried chicken and talk shit. And eat it. <laughs> yep. And halfway through, Ice Cube just appears. Oh, yep. Out of nowhere. <laughs> Ice Cube comes along. And um, the second episode we watched wasn't quite as good. They had, like, Ashley Graham on mm. and R- Rick... Rick Ross. Rick Ross. Yeah, but that was weird because Rick Ross was really creepy the entire episode. Yeah, he was just hitting on Martha Stewart the whole time. But it was great. Watching Snoop Dogg try to get a lobster out of the lobster tank. That's so good. <laughs> Snoop Dogg apparently is afraid of lobsters. <laughs> so Rick Ross goes in and he just goes barehanded, like, yeah. into the tank, gets a lobster out. Yeah. And um, <laughs> meanwhile, Snoop Dogg's putting on, like, these mesh gloves. The chainmail gloves. And he's, like, putting his hand in the water. He's like, ah, ah, it's coming at me. <laughs> coming at me, Martha. It's coming at me, Martha. <laughs> he's so cute. He's such a good dude, and I thought it was going to be, like, a bit awkward, but it wasn't at all. It w- Everyone just, like, got along, and it was, like, oh, a yeah. bit weird, but... Yeah. My favourite line is still um, when Martha Stewart's like, some people think going to jail makes you hard. Nah. Getting hit by lightning makes you hard. <laughs> and she says that to Snoop Dogg, Wiz Khalifa, Seth Rogen, and Ice Cube, and they're all just like, whoa. <laughs> yeah, because apparently she's been hit by lightning three times. Three times she's been struck by lightning. Couldn't believe that. So that was a pretty good show, SBS Viceland, kind of late at night, I think. They, they do talk a lot about drugs and oh yeah, <laughs> and um, sex and stuff, so but not it's, suitable for children. But it is a fantastic show. It's a fantastic way to kill like an hour and a half. Yeah, I'm excited to watch more of it, actually. It was really funny and really well organised, I think. I think it's, it seems like one of those shows where they're like, all right, if we just do these things, then it'll just magic. Yeah, so I think <laughs> it's partly scripted, but it doesn't seem completely scripted, which is good. Oh, Snoop and Martha have a bit of something. Yeah, they have a bit of script, but, but most yeah. of it's kind of just free, which is good. It's a great show. It flows really well, and it's really funny, but not scripted funny. It's just really good. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. Shall we move on to our main event? We shall. We watched... The pilot of The Good Doctor this week. We did. It was... Uh, what did you think of it? I really liked it. It sort of been pitched as the new house, and we love house. We love house. We've watched the entire show like three times through or something. It's one of our favourite shows. You want to read the IMDb synopsis? I shall. So, Sean Murphy, a young surgeon with autism and savant syndrome, is recruited into a paramedic surgical unit for a prestigious hospital. Sorry to everybody out there in TV land for doing two autism shows in a row. 
Yeah, we kind of realized that. I'm like, oh, well, we'll just make a comment about it. and. <laughs> well, yeah, but when somebody says, oh, you see this, this show, this is the new house, I'm going to watch that. Exactly. <laughs> I'm not going to wait. So we'll... that's the reason we watched it, really, was because it's the new house. And mm. also the lead actor is Freddie Highmore, yep. who we know from Bates Motel. You know from Bates Motel. Well, you've seen him before. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I love Bates Motel. That's one of my favourite shows. He obviously plays Norman Bates in that. So he's a psycho. <laughs> this is a, a little bit of a different character for him because he's obviously a normal dude. And the act, the main actress in it is from Misfits as well, Misfits, that we realised. Yeah. She's a bit of a babe. Yeah, Antonia. Yeah. Oh, and also one of the doctors is in PLL as well. He's Detective Marco Fury in, in PLL. Oh. And what's his name in real life then? Nicholas Gonzalez. Ooh. It's a good name, isn't it? <laughs> So would you keep watching this show? First question, most important. Of course I would. I would too. What did this get on IMDb? Uh, an 8.5 Oh, wow, 10. that's pretty good. From like 9,500 ratings. It's pretty great, yeah. It is like a really good show. I can understand why people would say it is the new house. But it's a very different feel though. Oh, oh a very different feel. But the same addictive, well-written, well-thought-out, Doctor Drama, mm. but like with a bit of comedy thrown in. I thought it was a really good show. Very exciting pilot. Very sucked in. Yeah, I had something to say, but then I forgot what it was. <laughs> <laughs> you want to talk a bit about the plot? Yeah, go for it. So it basically follows this guy, Sean, and he's just got an appointment at a new hospital as a surgeon. So you're watching him try to get to this hospital, and he's in the airport, and this kid ends up. This is pretty shocking. Like, I was shocked when this happened. Mm. This kid gets taken out by this sign that falls off from the ceiling. Yeah. And a big thing of glass, like, goes into his jugular, basically, doesn't it? Yep. So he's, like, obviously dying on the floor, and Sean, like, comes in to try and help. There's already this doctor on the scene who doesn't know what he's talking about. Yeah. And the interesting part about this is he's you see what he's seeing in his mind. Yeah. How he's going through visually textbooks because yep. he's got a photographic mind mm. that's how he he's so good at being a doctor because he can just like pull out these pages of textbooks from his head yeah and he works out what's going on with this kid just by using his crazy brain power and he makes this um one-way valve yeah using like a bottle and a tube yeah two tubes and like a bottle of whiskey yeah and he's been running around the airport trying to find this stuff mm. and he goes to secure and he's like I need a knife. <laughs> like, uh, buddy, you got to back up. Yeah. No, just give me one of those knives. There's a big tray of knives there. Yeah, for some reason. I don't know why they keep knives just out in the open. I don't know. But he ends up just, like, racking a knife and yeah. just running off, so he gets taken down by his... It does, like, such knife. a weird little run yeah. as well, and you're like, oh, it's a bit weird. But he gets taken down in about two seconds. Oh, of course. Like, you know, yeah. you're in an airport and yeah. you just racked a knife off security. Um, but then the mother runs up and she's like, he's trying to save my son. He's a doctor. And he ends up getting this dude, this little kid, like, stable so that he can go to hospital. Yeah. And he gets taken to the hospital that he's got the job at. While this is happening, you see the boardroom as well at the hospital. And the guy that's vouching for him being part of the hospital. Mm. All the other doctors are kind of wary of it because he's got autism. And they're like, oh, he's going to freak out at, like, a good moment, like, a important moment. But I think he's the director of the hospital. Mm. he's vouching for him because he knows him from when he was a kid. Yeah. 
and you see flashbacks of him as he's, as he was a kid as well, dealing with his brother. His brother dies. His rabbit dies. Pretty tragic childhood. Yeah. I'm glad that I didn't see that bit where the rabbit gets thrown against the wall. Yeah, his dad just grabs his rabbit and just throws it against the wall. Yeah. Pretty in your face. Yeah, so you're seeing this guy stand up for him in the boardroom while all these other things are happening in the hospital. Mm. He's trying to help out the surgeons at the hospital saying he needs an echocardiogram because he thinks he's got a problem with his heart. Yeah. But they don't think there's anything wrong with his heart. Yeah. He turns out obviously to be right because he's house or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and there's a shard of glass in this dude's heart that's come off the sign. Mm. And he ends up being fine because of him. And then he ends up being welcomed, you know, with open arms into this hospital because he just saved this little boy when even the top surgeons at the hospital couldn't. Yeah. So he basically just proves himself in this episode as being a fantastic surgeon. That's the basic plot. Yeah, and then the rest of it is just introducing the characters. Yeah, like little side plots about relationships going on with the doctors. Mm. There's one of the women is having a relationship with one of the dudes. Mm. There's like a bit of a dickhead head surgeon guy who at the end tells him like, oh, you're only going to be doing suction for the yeah. rest of your time working at the hospital. Um, so there's going to be that conflict. Was yeah, but anything... that'll, that'll be like two episodes long. Yeah, well, I don't know. Because you know... How House always has someone that's, like, against him all the time. Yeah, but that's, he doesn't impede them. Like, House's thing is that he thinks that conflict breeds better ideas. Yeah. Where this is just going to be conflict for the sake of conflict. So he'll prove himself two more times. And then it'll just be like, yep, yeah, we're just doing this now. You are, like, the head of this thing. Mm. I think it's going to be cool. Like, do you reckon it's going to be, like, House, how it's a different patient every episode? Yeah, I think that's... That's the best way to do it. He's like, here's a patient with an interesting thing. We don't know what's happening. Mm. But I don't know how they're going to introduce these characters. Because it is for surgery. Yeah, he's a surgeon, not a di- what's the word? diagnostician. Yeah. yeah, Yeah. so I don't know how that's going to happen. Because it's going to be like people coming in in ambulances. And then they're like, oh, he's stable. And then he's like, no, he's not. And then that's yeah. every episode. It might be a bit, a bit hard to do. So I don't know how they're going to introduce them all. But I'm sure that they'll work it out. I really like him a lot. The actor, and I mm. think the character is pretty interesting. I want to know more about him. You reckon we can get more flashbacks? Oh, yeah. What is the point of doing this? There's not more flashbacks. But I think it'll be a pretty addictive show. I think we'll be sucked into it pretty soon. Mm. <laughs> I wonder if his parents are still, like, in the picture. Because he basically ran away from his parents when he was a kid, right? With his yeah. brother. With his brother. And his brother ends up dying. Then what mm. happened to him after that? He's got to go back to his parents, surely. Yeah. You would think. So it'll be interesting to find out what his the rest of his past was like. Yeah. Do you want to do some ratings? Why not? So what about the plot, projecting plot? Thumbs up. Thumbs what up, projecting plot. Oh, who knows? Like 8 out of 10? It could go either way. You say that every time. I know, but it totally... We, we do a show about pilots, that. <laughs> Any show could go either way. But I don't know how it's going to go. I don't think it's going to be focused on his relationships. If that makes sense. So it's going to be like he focuses on the patient and then like we've got the medical mystery again, the patient fix like in-house. But then it's going to be about everybody else's relationships and then he's going to be, you know, like overly blunt to people about it and all that sort of like changing their lives yeah, yeah. more than his own life. Yeah. Which I think... It's like the opposite of atypical. Yeah, exactly. It's not so much about his relationships it's not with gonna people. Be, it's like, uh, no, it's not going to be about his relationships with people. Yeah. So, 
And if it becomes about his relationships with people, then it's going to be a really strange show. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll just have to see how it goes. Because he's, could be he's wrong. different to House, because he's not going to be awful to the patients. No. Like, he's going to struggle communicating with the patients, mm. but he's not going to be a dickhead like House. <laughs> exactly. And the other thing is that, as I was saying with the relati- by the relationships, House just talks to these people, and he's just mean to them. Mm. But, like, some of them are still in love with him, and then, you know, some of them hate him, but they have to deal with him, and some of them really like him as a friend, even though they know what he's like. Yeah. But in this, I think it's just going to be, he's not going to be able to communicate well. <laughs> to the patients and the doctors for why they need things. He's just going to be like, you need this. And then they're going to be like, oh, okay. But his relationships with them aren't going to develop in any way. Yeah, that was a problem, like his communication. Because when he gets to the hospital, he doesn't even say, I'm the new intern at the hospital. Mm. He just kind of goes, he's focused on getting treatment for this kid. Yeah. He doesn't even explain who he is. Yeah. So everyone's just like, who the fuck is this guy? Yeah. Is he even a doctor? Like, he's just some guy who was doing first aid on this kid. Mm. Uh, so he's going to create a few problems from himself like that, I think. But yeah, it was good. Characters, then. Out of ten. It's pretty hard. For this episode... It's only him, really. Like, everyone else, you did, you just got really surface stuff. Mm. We only have, like, your main female lead. She's just going to be the person who's like, he's right, listen to him. He's right, listen to him. Or, like, he says something and she's like, well, this is what he means. Yeah. But, like, she's sleeping with that other doctor. But I don't know if that's just over now because they had, like, that weird comment where it's just, like, he didn't back her up because she said they were only sleeping together. Okay. And he was mad about it. So is that, like, done now? I doubt it. Yeah, it's weird. Never know where it's going to go. You want to give it a number or not? It's hard now. Eight? No. Just based on Freddie Highmore's character? Freddie Highmore's character, yeah. Nine. Dr. Sean. <laughs> I really like the head of the hospital as well. Yeah, he seems like a nice guy. Mm. He's a good actor as well. Yeah, he's a great actor. He's in a lot of stuff. Usually, you know, if he's in something that's going to be good, but then I found out that he was in Geostorm, so... Oh, is he? Hmm. So maybe. Well, I haven't seen that, but apparently it's really bad. Yeah. Apparently it's not worse than Snowman. Oh, yeah. Yep. That's what the bros said anyway. That Snowman's bad. like the worst movie. Yeah. Apparently it is the worst movie. Apparently it makes no sense. Kind of want to watch it. <laughs> just like a bit masochistic with the movies that we watch, just watch terrible movies on purpose. But that's the thing. There's a line between movies that are bad enough to be entertaining and movies that are bad. That's true. So I don't think that they are on the right side of the line. <laughs> and just like, there's a really serious movie about this murder. And you're like, it's bad. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> I've wasted my life. What about the setting? I don't know That's how... Really, where even is it? Seattle or something? I don't know. So you've got... I can't even remember where it is. You remember how in House you sort of know the hospital? Yeah. If that makes sense. Like, you know where you are in the hospital yeah. when they're having every scene. You basically know where you are. And I don't know if that's going to happen here because everything's quite shot quite tight. It's true. In this because it's, it's very face-focused. face, face focused. Yeah, I know what you mean. So... I don't know if we're going to feel as, I don't want to say it in this lame way, but we're not going to feel as at home in this hospital <laughs> as we do at, like, Sacred Heart or whatever it is in yeah. the house. Because that's, like, a place that you feel like you've been yeah. when you watch House. For this eight is seasons. Just, yeah. <laughs> but this, this one just seems like, oh, that person's face was in that shot. Yeah, well, we'll see. It might develop. Yeah, hopefully. And overall, what do you think so far? So far, I'll give it a nine. 
I feel like I'm just going eights across the board. Eights across the board. Yeah. Because you just have no idea what's. Yeah, I just want to. Wa- I just want to watch a bit more. Well, that's that's the main thing, isn't it? Yeah, I really like him, and now that I've caught up with Bates Motel, I can just watch him in this instead, even though it's completely different. <laughs> Fantastic. Any other comments on this or anything else? Um, they really should have had a safety perimeter set up in that airport so that kid didn't get crushed. Because, like, it was busy. It was fucking busy as shit. And they've just got, like, a platform lifter up there and they just unscrew one side of the sign. No safety guards. Nothing holding the sign up. Just, like, unscrew one side at a time, smash into a small child. That was like, crazy. I it was, was so crazy. Shocked. And it came out of nowhere. Yeah. It was great like because it was in like the first few minutes the the, first few minutes yeah yeah as a storytelling trope it was brilliant it's just like oh so he's sort of looking around everything's sort of casual he's getting a bit stressed out because he's in the airport he doesn't know where he is and then there's a sign just fucking hit someone just shatters into a million pieces it's great yeah it's crazy what a great way to just propel the episode forward because it could have just been like oh he just rocked up and they were just like no and then he helped someone who was already there they could have done it the slower way where he rocks up and then they're like, nah. And then he goes, oh, that person in the lobby's going to have a heart attack. Yeah. And they're just like, yeah. what? No, they're so not. Cliche. And then he, then he goes, exactly. But yeah. they could have done that yeah. because a lot of shows would have done that. Exactly. So I'm really glad that they didn't do that. I'm just thinking there should have been at least some codes. Yeah. Like, they, went, <laughs> they went about it in a really cool way. Yeah. So really that's, I'm really interested for what they come up with. How about you? No comment. No comment. If you want to contact us, tell us if you like our new theme song or not. Definitely do. Negative or positive comments are encouraged. Oh, yeah. You can rip us, so I don't care. <laughs> Probably won't read them. Oh. I I'll read them. <laughs> I'm the one that does all the social media. Exactly. So we're on Instagram. Just look up Pilot Error Podcast and mm-hmm. Twitter at Pilot Error Pod. That's right. I still haven't set up a Facebook, which I really need to do. You do, yeah. Because we're going to try and... Get our friends to listen to it. More, more of our friends to listen to it. We'll have to try. Yeah. Put ourselves out there a bit more. Yeah. Take some risks. <laughs> but thank you very much for listening. Yes, thank you. And we will definitely talk to you next time. Bye.